0: All right, everybody, welcome, Summit Nation. Okay, I got some housekeeping things just to make sure that I don't forget. We're going to jump into this confession. I got some good stuff for you today. It'll be a bit of a a review, but we're going to add some stuff, and uh, I believe it'll be a blessing to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Say, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. Okay. All right. On the 25th of October, we're launching a Bible study course, Foundation. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So um, what we've done, instead of giving a special discount just to the members, I'm going to extend it to everybody. Uh, The course is $97, uh, but it's going to be 50% off if you register, sign up. Paid sign-up by the 17th, I believe it is. It's in the announcement, okay? Um, on the 18th, uh, we, we are a grace-based ministry, all right? But the grace and the course runs out on the 17th, on the 50% off. Don't quote scripture to me on the 18th. <laughs> Amen. Okay, so it's over 40 lessons, and it's going to be a, a, a great blessing to you. It, it, it's good for people, even your family. You can buy, buy it for your friends and people you want to get, get a hold of the gospel of grace. It's a foundation in the gospel of grace. It's, it's a foundation in righteousness. Uh, we, I, I talk about the Holy Spirit, faith, the new covenant. And um, so I just walk you through the gospel to give you a solid foundation. Okay, now I need your help because I'm looking for some testimonies of people who have been impacted. Anybody been impacted by the gospel of grace? By when you got a hold of the revelation of grace, that you uh, 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 um, it's been a blessing to you, and you got a it's it's helped you. It's benefited your life. Well. Um, I'd like to hear what it's done for you. It can just be one, two, three sentences. Changed my life. Whatever it is, it changed my life. If it's that simple, I'd like for you to give us that testimony. It can be long if you want to. Um, So just go ahead and write whatever is on your heart. Sometimes it's like pulling teeth to get people to give a testimony. Um, Some people give it without you asking because they've just been blessed so much by the gospel. Amen. My life has been impacted. And the the gospel of grace, this revelation has changed my life. So you can give your testimony by going to the link on the announcement. There should be in your announcements on the app a link. Uh, We added it just this morning. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm just saying this by faith because I believe Mary put it there because I talked to her this morning. It was a last-minute uh, change, so or last-minute addition. So go to the app, and uh, there in the announcements, there's a link. And if you click that link, it'll take you to a place where you can give you testimony. You can do it real quick. You don't need paper, pen and, uh, pen and paper. You don't need that. Just do it on the app. But if you want to write it out, we'll take it. Amen. We'll take it any way you want to. Amen. Just don't write on the walls. Okay, praise the Lord. All right, you ready to make this confession? Let's go. I am greatly blessed, highly favored, and deeply loved by you. Oh, would, would you, Shatan, go bring me that, that little remote? Forgot my clicker. Let's start all over. I am greatly blessed, highly favored, Deeply loved by you. I am the disciple who Jesus loves. I am my Father's favorite child. I am the apple of his eye. I am well pleasing in his sight. I receive the love that my Father has for me. Everything I do and touch shall be blessed because I am the beloved. I am loved, righteous, blessed, prosperous, redeemed, forgiven, talented, creative confident secure disciplined focused prepared qualified motivated valuable free determined equipped empowered anointed accepted and approved not average not mediocre holy flawless without blemish blameless and free from accusation i am a child of the most high god i will become all i was created to be In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. All right. Let's let's get busy. All right. um, I changed the title. We are going to talk about supernatural protection. We do have supernatural protection in Christ. Um, But I changed the title to Sit Down and Reign." And I've been talking a lot about sitting down lately. Let's just dive right in. Psalm 91. I'm living in Psalm 91. I encourage you to to do the same. We are protected from sickness, disease, evil, poverty. We are far above those things. Say this. Say, I am far above above the coronavirus. coronavirus. I am far above above COVID-19. See, there are certain things that we need to say. We are redeemed. We are redeemed from the curse of the law. The curse of the law includes poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. That's what it consists of. Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. You are redeemed from poverty. Say, I am redeemed from poverty. I am redeemed from poverty. Say, I am, redeemed from I am redeemed from sickness. I am far above lack. The Bible tells us, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We ought to say some things. Psalm says, I will say of the Lord. In this very Psalm here, I will say of the Lord. He is our refuge and our fortress. See, we need to say some things that God has got us. When we say that God is our refuge and our fortress, I mean, God is a, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. That's what that reminds me of. He's our refuge and our fortress. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. How many righteous people do we have here? You know why you're righteous? Because of Jesus. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. We are safe in the secret place. Now, this word dwell, I've covered this in the uh, recent past. The word dwell means to sit down. I encourage you to take notes. He who dwells, it means to sit down. That is very, very important. This is how it starts. It starts with us sitting down. Lately, I, I taught on uh, Ephesians, and, and we're going to get into that. And these go together. We are seated with Christ right now. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm going to share some things that's going to really help help you in your prayer life. Okay. Y'all ready? Yes. He who sits down in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Okay, we're, we're seated in the shelter of the Most High. The King James says, in the secret place of the Most High. You know where that shelter is? You know where that that secret place is? It's in Christ. Okay? And you'll see that as we go to Ephesians. See, that's where we are sitting down in Christ. And when you're sitting, you know what you're doing? You're resting. You're at rest. We're resting in the finished work of Jesus. Because in Christ, say, I'm in Christ. Christ. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. You're in Christ. And in Christ, the work is finished. The work was finished on the cross. Your success was finished on the cross. Your, Your healing was finished on the cross. Your prosperity was finished on the cross. Your freedom, your victory Over everything that would hinder you was finished on the cross. You've already been delivered from oppression. Thank you, Lord. We should be living a stress-free, anxiety-free, fear-free, worry-free life because Jesus finished the work. We did not uh, receive the spirit of bondage to fear. But we, we received this glorious spirit of, of liberty. And we cry, Abba, Daddy, Father, because our daddy takes care of us. Ooh, can you say amen? amen. So, so there's nothing to be afraid of. Say there's nothing to be afraid of. We can't emphasize this enough. Psalm 91, Matthew 6, don't worry about your life. Philippians 4, do not fret or, or have any anxiety over, uh, about anything. I saw somebody's post on Facebook where they, they saw somebody in the um, parking lot of a Kroger's, I believe it was, and they were just boo-hoo crying, just crying their eyes out, just sitting in their car crying. Well, that's happening all over. Various degrees of that, people are crying because people are troubled during this time. Anxiety, fear, and worry. Listen, anxiety, fear, and worry is at an all-time high. People are afraid. In these, in these times that we're living in today. All the bad news that's going on and people, that, people feed on the news and people worry. They're worried about losing their jobs. They're worried about the, their finances. They're worried about catching COVID. But I want you to know that there's a place in God called the secret place of the Most High. And we trust in his faithfulness to take care of us um don't don't trust in a fallen creation now what do i mean by that see write this down if you're taking notes no let me let me share this and then i'll then i'll give you the point um i'm gonna call your attention to let's, let's look at romans i want you to see this because sometimes people put their trust in um vitamins or eating certain things um or taking certain things that will build up their immune system. I'm not saying there's there's nothing wrong with that. You can do those things to help build your immune system, okay? But don't trust in that. Don't trust in that to keep you safe. Because whatever, however natural it is, whatever you you take and what people say that you can take to build up your immune system is coming from creation obviously and the creation is a fallen creation new living translation um, romans 8 it says the creation looks forward to the day when they will join God's children, how many of you know Jesus is coming back? Yes. Yeah. Amen. And we'll be caught up together with him. Those that, who are alive and remain will be caught up with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. You know, caught, uh, caught up with the, the dead in Christ will rise first, we that are, are, are alive remain, we'll be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and we'll always be with the Lord. But you know what? The creation is all also waiting for the day. Okay? See, people trying to make the earth last forever and ever, it's not going to last. God's going to roll it up. and We're actually going to come back and live on this earth, but it's going to be a new earth. Amen. We're not going to be in heaven forever. We, we, we're going to eventually come back. If you got, die and go and, and be with the Lord um, before that time, see, uh, uh, then he's going, to, he's going to come back and he's going to roll up this earth. He's going he, to give it a reboot. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And we're going to come back eventually and live on this earth. Hallelujah. So creation is waiting for that time. And New Living says, "For The creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. See, this creation is suffering from death and decay. So where all the nutrients and the vitamins are coming from, it's coming from a fallen place. And God doesn't want us trusting in that. For we know that all creation has been groaning, as in the pains of childbirth, right up to the present time. Okay, now here's the statement I want you to write down. Trust in redemption, not in creation. Take your vitamins, okay? (laughs) All right. But don't, this comes from what? Creation. Don't trust in what? Creation. Trust in what? In redemption. Thank you, Lord. Trust in the fact that by Jesus' stripes you were healed. Thank you, Lord. We are tr- and by doing that, we are trusting in the supernatural. Uh, okay, let's, let's go on and um, verse 2. So we're sitting down where? In the shelter or the secret place of the Most High. We abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. See, you're making a declaration. You're saying to the Lord, I trust you to take care of me. Not trusting in creation. I'm trusting in the fact that I'm redeemed. And the redeemed of the Lord should be saying so. Saying what? Somebody said, you know, when sickness, disease, the Bible says, when, uh, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So when sickness comes, you say so. Uh, when, when poverty comes, you say so. No, that's not what that means. <laughs> let the redeemed of the Lord say so. What, what do you say? I'm redeemed. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm redeemed from sickness and disease. Thank you, Lord. Now, verse 3. For he who, the Lord, might deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. That includes the coronavirus. No, did, did I read that wrong? Oh, he will. Now, do you trust this? He will deliver you from the snare of the father and from the deadly pestilence, which includes the coronavirus. Verse 5, you will not fear. Say, "I I will not fear. See, we need to say these things. God has not given us a spirit that makes us afraid. You will not fear the terror of the night. Well, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the streets, you know. No, you will not fear the terror of the night, nor nor the arrow that flies by day. Don't be concerned. Walk the streets knowing that God protects you. Oh, I'm worried when I go to the store, I mean, something might happen. No. Do not worry about your life. i will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor, watch this, The pestilence that stalks in darkness. One translation says the pestilence that walks in darkness. Sounds like the coronavirus. It's walking in darkness. Experts even can't figure it out. Say, I curse the coronavirus in Jesus' name. name. We're going to wake up one morning, it's going to be gone because God God is just going to cause that thing to vanish. In Jesus' name. This is not going to be some new normal where, we, you know, we're going to have to wear masks for the rest of our life. Well, you're just going to have to get used to it. See, just don't say what the world says. Well, you're just going to have to get used to it because it's just going to, you know, this is going to be the way it's going to be. I see y'all rebelling against that right now. Thank you, Lord. We're gonna, not going to fear this pestilence that stalks in darkness, huh? Do, do you see that? Yeah. I will not fear. Did you re- read that right? Yeah. It tells us exactly what to do. So what you going to do about it? Whose report will you believe? You you will not fear, he said. Right. So I'm just going to agree what God what God said and. Uh, Remember, I shared this before. God will never require you to do something that you, you don't have the ability to do. It's possible not to be afraid. So I take not being afraid. I'm not going to fear the, 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 the pestilence, that stalks, and darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A lot of stuff happening out in the street, but I'm not going to fear that. Well, you know, it's happening all around. I love how God covers everything. A thousand may fall at your side. And ten thousand at your right hand. But I got you. It will not come near you. Woo. Look at verse 9. Because you made the Lord your dwelling place. What does dwell mean? Sit down. Because Sit Sit you're sitting down in the secret place of the Most High. Because you've made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge. No evil, say no evil, no evil. shall be allowed to befall you. No corona, no COVID come near your tent. Now you may not have a tent but you got a house. And no plague will come near your house. Can you say amen? Amen. Thank you Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4. But God Being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us. God is rich in mercy. And he loves you with a great love because of the great love. This is the reason why you're seated. This is why you're a new creation, because of his great love. This is the reason why you're redeemed. This is the reason why you're seated with him because of the great love with which he loved us. Even when we were, past tense, dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him. See, whatever is true about Jesus is true about us. Whatever happened to Jesus happened to you. We were identified with Jesus in everything he did in his death, burial, and resurrection. He raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ. See, so we are dwelling in the heavenly places with Christ at the Father's right hand. We're dwelling, which means we are, we are seated, which means we are resting. Now, some people act like, well, you know, resting is just, you know, just being lazy and not doing anything. No, that's not what, what it means to rest. Rest is not inactivity. It is, now write this down. It, it is spirit-directed activity. Thank you, Jesus. It is spirit-directed activity. Say spirit-directed activity. When you are rested in Christ, you'll find the promptings of the spirit will become clearer to you. Now let that sink in. When you're at rest, you'll find the promptings of the spirit will become clearer to you. So rest in Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let me, let me help your prayer life. Um, so when we're seated together with Christ, you might want to know, well, how can that be? Because now you're a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. You know, when we go be with the Lord, when when we die, if Jesus tarries, when, when we die physically, our spirit and soul instantly is with Jesus. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. So we are seated together with him. So how, how can we, but, but we're in this body. How can we be seated with him in heavenly places and we're here on the earth? It's because God lives out ti- outside of time and space. He, he lives out, outside of, of time and space. I mean, God can speed stuff up. Like when the first miracle, when he he uh, made the water wine. I mean, sometimes you know, for for uh, wine to be good, what they do is, I mean, they, they hold it for years and years and years. But what Jesus did, he turned water into wine, and he speeded up the process. <laughs> it didn't take years and years. I mean, the the uh, the the uh, one of the guys said. I think the master of the feast or somebody said, "You saved the best wine till now." <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. He's able to because he he li- see God lives outside of time and space. The centurion came to him and asking for uh, his servant for healing for his servant. Uh, sent to um, wanted him to come to his house. And healed his servant. And he said, Lord, you know, I'm, I'm not worthy to come under, uh, for you to come under my roof. But speak the word only. And my servant will be healed. And then Jesus healed him on the spot. Spoke healing over him. And he was healed. Even though Jesus was in one place, he was healed at the centurion's house. See, because God, Jesus, the cross lives outside time and space. Guess what else? Your spirit. Your spirit lives outside time and space. <clears throat> so when you pray, there's a nearness because even though you're in the body, listen, because your spirit lives outside time and space, <clears throat> your spirit, while you're praying, you're, in, you're seated with him in heavenly places. You, there's a closeness and nearness. So you don't have to feel like, well, I, 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 my, my prayers, I, I hope it reaches heaven. You got heaven on the inside of you. you are, y'all get that? There's a nearness and there, there's, a, there's a closeness because where you are right now, even while you're sitting here, or wherever you are at home, you're seated together with him in heavenly places right now, even though you're sitting here. Don't try to understand it with your mind. Just accept it. You're here and you're there. So when, so you, now where's Jesus? Jesus is at the Father's right hand. And that's where you are. So when you pray, you know where you are? You're at the Father's right hand. You ever heard the statement, yeah, we're going to bombard heaven. What are you going to do that for? What are you doing outside? Uh, I'm going to bombard the gates of heaven. What are you doing outside the gate? You're not outside. You're in the secret place. Thank you, Lord. He's close to you. you, you see, see, you are near to God right now. So, so when you pray, your prayer don't need to leave the room. You in heavenly places. Now, if you get a hold of that, that'll change your prayer life. Whew. See, God hears the prayers of the righteous. Your, your, your prayers make tremendous power available. Hallelujah. Say, I'm far above, far above. the coronavirus. The coronavirus. Because, I'm because I'm seated with Christ. See, Colossians says, Colossians 3, 1, if, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. See, seek those things. That are above. That's where you are. Here's how I, one of the prayers that I I pray over my family. And I'll name each one of my family, my children, my wife, grandchildren. I'll name every one of them by name and myself. And I'll say, Father, I thank you that we have been raised with Christ we are we are in Christ risen seated at your right hand Father safe and secure thank you Father that we are in Christ risen seated at your right hand safe and secure I pray over you, our Summit family. I declare over you daily that you are far above the coronavirus. If for some reason it it happened to attach itself to you, it's got to go. Because as Jesus is, so are you. Because by Jesus' stripes you were healed. Because you've been redeemed from sickness and disease. COVID is a curse. It can't stay on your body. It's got to go in Jesus' name. Woo, hallelujah. See, our responsibility of grace, we do have a responsibility under grace. Listen to this. It's not let us become what we are not. But under grace, our responsibility is let us become what we already are. Let me explain. Our responsibility under grace is not let us become what we're not. People under law say, uh, we need to be holy, or we need to get righteous. You're trying to become what you're not, and, and you're, you're saying, like, I'm not holy, I'm not righteous. But under grace, our responsibility is let us become who we are. We are righteous. We are holy. Huh? Okay, we're not, trying to, we're not trying to become what we're not. Under law, you see yourself as not holy, not righteous, not complete. and So you're trying to become something you think you're not. But under grace, we understand I'm complete. We are complete in Christ, so walk out your completeness. How do you do that? Under grace. As you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, the Bible says, so walk in him. How did you receive Christ? By grace through faith. So that's how you're to walk. So you walk out your completeness. You're already complete. You're not trying to be complete. You walk out your completeness. Got it? Thank you, Jesus. Say, I am complete in him. See, we're not working for our salvation, deliverance, healing, preservation, prosperity. The Bible tells us to not work for your salvation. Work out your salvation. You're already saved, so work it out. Walk it out. Walk out your completeness in Christ Jesus. Amen? You're already holy. You're already righteous. So see yourself that way. So your responsibility under grace is let's become what we already are. let's, Let's obtain what we already are. Let's walk out your completeness by grace through faith. Thank you, Jesus. Um, A couple couple more scriptures um, along these lines. 1 Corinthians 15. This is not in in your notes, but um, 1 Corinthians 15, 25 and 26. For he, this is Jesus, must reign. And when we're seated together, we're, we're reigning with him as heirs of God, and we are joint heirs with Jesus. For he must reign until he has put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. So all enemies must be put under his feet. In other words, he's what's holding Jesus back from coming is that. That. He must reign till all these enemies are put under his feet. Every year, every day, more and more enemies are being put under the feet of Christ. Now, we're already redeemed from, uh, I mean, the work was finished on the cross. But it's the manifestation of those things. We're going to see more and more of as we get closer to the return of Jesus. For he must reign until he has put all enemies under his feet. Now, in Mark chapter 12, verse 35, Jesus was challenging the Pharisees who uh, thought that or trying to say and believe that the Messiah was lesser than David. So he told them in verse 35, and as Jesus taught in in the temple, he said, How can the scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? David himself in the Holy Spirit. Now, David, when he was speaking this, he was speaking by the Holy Spirit. Jesus is telling them that that David was speaking by the Holy Spirit. Everybody say, by the Holy Spirit. Spirit. So David himself in the Holy Spirit declared, the Lord said to my Lord. (laughs) Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. He's saying, the Lord God said to my Lord. So David is calling Jesus Lord. See? Sit at my right hand until... uh, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. So how is he his son? (laughs) See, now, Jesus is the root that produced David. But as a man, Jesus came from David's line. Okay, so, but the point here is, David said, the Holy Spirit declared, David himself in the Holy Spirit declared, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under his feet. More and more enemies are being put under the feet of Christ, like depression. Addiction, COVID, lack. So, if you're waiting on the manifestations of of those things, just keep standing. As you are seated and reigning with Christ, you will see the manifestation of those things. Amen. Because Jesus was raised, if you go back to Ephesians chapter 1, Jesus was raised far above all Principality, power, might, dominion. Now, now, when you see this, understand that you were raised with him. So, see, when it says here, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under, under your feet, guess who's with him? You're at his right hand. Where he was raised... Far above all principality, power, might, dominion, and every, listen, every name, which includes COVID, every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and has put, and he put all things under his feet. The feet are located in the body. (laughs) Jesus is the head. He's the head of the church. We are the body of Christ. Jesus as the head is seated at the right hand of the Father. His body is on the earth. So, with all things under his feet, and the the feet are in the body, and if all things are under his feet, feet, if all things are under the feet of the body, that means all things are under your feet because you're the body of Christ. So, so where's Jesus? Seated at the right hand of the Father. Where is his body? On the earth. So Jesus is here and he's there and we're here and there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We're seated with him reigning. Amen. And, and just keep believing God. Keep sitting And you're going to see more and more manifestations of victory in your life. You're going to go from grace to grace, from level to level, from faith to faith. You're going to experience more health, more prosperity. Thank you, Jesus. Because more and more things are being put under the feet of Christ. Thank you, Lord, because we're walking this thing out. From our, from our seated position. Y'all getting a hold of this? Don't be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by how you feel. Better is coming. Don't think that life moving forward is going to be like it has been. Even if it's good, it's going to get better. If you've had a not so good year, things are, go- are going to turn around. Because God is working all things together for your good. But you need to be seated. And you got to see yourself that way. You are reigning with Christ from a seated position. Glory to God. you got to believe you're untouchable. Thank you, Jesus. Now that's not arrogance. It's knowing who you are in Christ. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. Believe no evil shall come to you. Thank you, Jesus. See, I'm going to close with this. We read it. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge, no evil shall be, shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent. Listen, I, what I want you to do is meditate in these verses and live in these verses. Let them become a part of you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You, you, what, what you want is you want the scriptures um, to be alive in you. You want, you want revelation. And, and here's how you know when you've got revelation is when, when you come up against a situation and a, the scriptures start talking to you. about a certain area, that's how you know you got revelation in that area. Another way to say it, you know when the scriptures are in you when the scriptures talk to you. If you're attacked with sickness and ain't nothing talking to you, it ain't in you. And see, what the Holy Spirit will do in your life is bring things to your remembrance. He can't bring it to your remembrance if you don't put it there in the first place. The Holy Spirit's not going to do everything. He will help you. But we we're the ones that's going to have to spend time in the Word of God. I mean, it's easy. I mean, you don't have to read 17 chapters a day. I mean, take a couple of scriptures to work with you. Write it down on a card and put it in your pocket. Put it on uh, your note app, on your phone, and on your break period. Just bring it out and look at it. Look at it during the commercial of the basketball game. Huh? See, some, some people make this stuff. I know we need our quiet time. I understand that. But some people make this stuff way too deep. Well, man, to dwell in the secret place of the Most High, you're going to have to go through this process of pruning. And you're going to have to go, go through this process of, of letting go of this and letting go of that and, 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 and give this area to the Lord and give that area to the Lord. And you're going to have to spend hours and you're going, you're going to have to spend, uh, uh, read up a lot of, of the scriptures. You're going to have to go, go through hours and hours. and hours. No. I mean, who has time to do that? I mean, if you're not in full-time ministry like me, you don't have time to spend all day in the Bible. Don't you think God knows that? You're already in the secret place. You're already in God's presence. Forget about all these, you know, 17 steps to get into God's presence. You know what? God and Jesus, they collapse the steps. When you get up and brush your teeth in the morning, you're in the presence of God. And so just put yourself in the mindset, I'm in the presence of God. When you got sleep in your eye. You're barely getting up. You're like Fifi. You're on your way to that coffee. And on the way to making that coffee, you guess what? You're in the secret place. You don't have to work yourself up to get into something. I mean, just understand that God is with me. He's on the inside of me. Remember, I, we're right there. We're in the secret place. And when you get up, you can say, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you're in me. Thank you that you're with me. Thank you you're right here. See, you're in his presence right there. You don't have to go to a seminar and, and, and spend all week trying to figure out how to get in God's presence. Now, you do need to take the foundation course, though. But not to get into God's presence. See, what this course is going to do for you it's gonna help you understand these things that I'm talking to you right now. It's gonna help you understand who you already are. So you can walk in who you already are. You're gonna learn who you are, what you have, what you can do in Christ, what Jesus has done for you in his finished work, so you can live life effortlessly. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's gonna help you do what I'm what I'm sharing with you to do. It's just I got these easy lessons, so you can just go through them very, very simply, and it doesn't take you a whole lot of time. You can listen to two minutes here, three minutes there, four minutes there, and get, and get it in you, get the, the, the Word in you. Not to get you to become something. Understanding who you already are. And boy, you'll be walking with boldness and confidence. Thank you, Jesus. And you you will you will reign as a king and a queen in this life. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word.